Does it feel like we're actually playing chess, Rob? No. I With mean, the webcam. No. Does, yeah. Does it help? Does it help it, your immersion? It helps the immersion. I feel immersed in the chess. Welcome to Chess Talk, episode one forty-five. We're back. We're exhausted. We're short-staffed, but we're here. We made it. <laughs> and our staff is short. Short-staffed. <laughs> It is just uh, Brit, Robot, and I, Cody, your host or whatever I am. Yeah. Tyler and Carlos cannot make it because they are doing Mother's Day things. Because they're a dumb. I was going to say, because we don't have mothers. <laughs> mothers, so be too. aware. Shut up. Um, no, just my my mom's in, in Disneyland right now. So. Your family's still in Disneyland, which is where we just were. That's why we're tired. We'll be talking about that soon. How was your week, Rob? I graduated from college. I'm Woo! a real boy. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. How does it feel? How was the ceremony, though? Was it a lot of people? Oh, Rob and uh, I are playing chess, by the way. We, we are playing chess. Just I'm waiting for Cody home. to play because he's taking forever. Hey. Hey. Five ever actually, uh, it it was cool. Um, I met a potential coworker down the street from the ceremony about an hour beforehand. I walked the entire way in like dress pants and a dress shirt, and just for you know background, this is Arizona, so it was like a hundred degrees out. Right. Great move. Great move. I have to say. Um, it's like one that, of the few places cool. that is drier and hotter than Vegas. It's less dry, but it is hotter. It's like it's it's got like five percent humidity on Vegas at any given moment, which is kind of nice. Oh. Yeah, it, it is. I feel like I sweat less there, which is kind of weird to say, but like, um, yeah. It you was, think it was the nice. humidity, like the slight humidity, helps with that? Yeah, because I, th- I think the, you, you like the, the climate around you is a little bit cooler, so it keeps you a little bit cooler. Um, but I mean, if you're sitting, I was sitting outside doing a meeting, uh, day two days later, and. Yeah, it's hot. It's okay. very unpleasant. It's very unpleasant. Just as unpleasant, unpleasant as that, I guess. Do you feel un- accomplished now that you're graduated? Your life can start. Um, it's 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 not that. It, I have this like just feeling of like, okay, I did the thing. Now what? Like, I know, I know, I know the next steps are, but it's just that feeling of kind of almost like emptiness. I don't want to say maybe what's the right terminology, but like, it's like you're a robot. Well, like I've I've I've, I've hit the peak of like my expectations out of like goals in life until like you know childhood or having child children and then you know retirement so it's like it's that that kind of uh you just have like a US future yeah like there's 40 years ahead of you and you're like what am i doing with that yeah exactly so it's kind of like before everything was very structured now it's like now it's on me now i gotta like actually cognizant of my choices to a, a much more significant degree than i had to in the past so that's kind of more where my brain's at. Also, not having any homework anymore. Very weird. Isn't that the nicest feeling in the world? It is. But it's also just, uh, like, I, I, like the week before I graduated, I had a nightmare that I missed a test. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I don't have any more. I've had a test for, like, over a, a year. I'm sure those uh, won't stop. No, that's what I've heard. My, my uh, mother-in-law said that she was still getting them, like, well into her, like, 50s. Jeez. So, But you celebrated with your family. Yeah. Uh, it's some... We had some tacos catered to my sister-in-law's house. Families, all my family hung out there. Tacos were really good, by the way. Valley Luna, you ever get a chance to go to Phoenix? Check them out. Pretty good stuff. But yeah, it was just nice seeing my parents were there. So my brother actually came to this event, which is kind of a surprise because he misses most family shindigs. So he was there. We hung out with them. 
But yeah. And I picked some peaches with my nieces. Went to a farm about an hour outside Ooh. Phoenix. And that was fun. Cute little, little toddlers. Awesome. It, it was very wholesome. It was, it, God, it was so It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. It was like 100 degrees. It was like, you know, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas hotness, but in a farm. What about you guys? Oh, yeah. We went to Disneyland Friday, <laughs> Saturday. And how was that? We didn't do anything before then, did we? Just to make sure. Mm, work. Yeah, we just fucking worked. Uh, we got we got our movie passes today. Yeah, we went to Disneyland. We left at about 4 in the morning on Friday. We got to the park <laughs> at 10 because there was fucking traffic after Victorville. Mm-hmm. The so, worst place to get stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, because it's pretty, there pretty was trash. just so much fog that I we think it caused an accident. So all the fog on top of the accident traffic, it added almost two hours to our drive there. It was probably the worst time I've ever had driving to California. Yeah. It fucking sucked. Oh, actually, side note. My wife and I are arguing about this on the drive from he- here to Phoenix. And I said the drive from there to Phoenix is about the same distance as here to you know where you guys are headed. And that drive I find so much worse than the drive to Phoenix. Um, Wait, have you guys driven to Phoenix before? No. I've only driven okay. to Cottonwood. Okay, I don't that's know not where that is in relation to Phoenix. I feel like driving to Arizona, it's just more straightforward. Like, it's just mm-hmm. you take the 95 and you just go. Like, there's no mountains. There's not, no other highways. There's not really many big cities. You just you go there. Yes, exactly. And that's, there's so much less traffic. It's just you drive the distance. You don't really stop too often. And that's it. Whereas I feel like the drive from here to anywhere in Southern California is just garbage because there's so much traffic everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's more popular to... to go to California. True. It is California. More people. There's more things and... to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because when we went to Flagstaff, Flagstaff was about the same amount of time as driving to California. And that's a little more north of Phoenix. That was the easiest drive we've ever done. What was your favorite ride, Britt? Do you have a favorite ride at Disneyland? Just Disneyland. <laughs> the experience of it all is, is my your favorite, favorite ride Pirates? The ride. No, that's my sister's favorite ride. Okay, well, what's yours? What's yours? You tell me that first. It's either Star Tours or Space Mountain. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like sense. we've talked about this before. I think my favorite was Tower of Terror. Not anymore. I mean, I, I liked the theming of it. That was part of the experience that I liked. Like, now it's the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and it's really cool, but it's not my favorite ride. Uh, I don't know, maybe Big Thunder. Classic. Ooh. It's a very good classic. Tower of Terror, I thought, was really, really good, and they were changing it. I was hesitant because... It had such an iconic feel to it. Like, it was just a very different ride. And now I feel like they kind of, honestly, watered it down, but definitely changed the feeling of the place. You can tell it's a much different experience, especially when you're, after you watch, like, the movie or whatever, and you're waiting in the bottom part, you can tell, like, oh, this is literally the same room, but they added a bunch of alien symbols on top of everything. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But and they, like, they, painted it a little bit. But I still yeah. think... It's a fun ride. I probably like it more now just because it's way more intense mm-hmm. and the music is fun. And just the fact that there's variations of the ride itself, it's just, it's cool. Yeah, I only got to go on it, I think, when it first opened. I think like six months later, I went out like once, maybe twice, and it got the same variation both times. Ah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, we, so. We got uh, Born to be Wild, and then what was the other song? The Parliament Funkadelic song. Uh, we brought the funk. Give up the funk or Give something. Up the funk. I don't remember what it's called. We did that. Uh, I like the fact that Disney is finally acknowledging Marvel is a huge part of their profits and their audience now. Because before, when you go to Adventureland, 
I feel like for a while they had nothing Marvel, and then they added the Captain America and Spider-Man like picture taking, and now they're adding more pictures you can take in this Guardians ride, and their plan is to add more to that area to be more Marvel focused. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I mean, it's definitely become more popular. That's why. But even in like 2012 when they bought it, like Avengers made over a billion dollars. Like mm-hmm. everyone went to see that. Yeah. yeah, I think they were just slowly trying to introduce it into the theme parks. So that I don't know why. I just I feel like they just were slowly trying to do these things, and also like all build, build, constructing and introducing these things takes a lot of time. Probably to do it slowly. That way, they're, it doesn't seem like they're just really absorbing it for the money the cash grab and it was more like a very Mm -hmm. conscious effort to make something that's like valuable as a franchise but also like really is part of the disney dna versus like other other... i didn't know how to say it (laughs) like because like you compare and contrast it to like uh what is it like six flags like that well they'll just they'll just throw a coat of paint on stuff and then start having the cast the characters walk around which seems cheap yeah and they probably also don't want to just, like, get rid of the current theme, which is, like, California. They probably want to, you know, keep it around as long as possible because that is mm-hmm. a huge part of both adventure or theme parks. Right. I mean, I get it. It just seems odd that it's – to me, it kind of feels all of a sudden, oh, there's six or seven different superheroes that you could see on a given day now. But, again, yeah, I think I think the other component is you see all, like, a lot of young kids are kind of growing up on Avengers now as well. So that's kind of, like, their Mr. Incredible – that's their, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, what other movies came out in that same kind of age group? Like Cars. Dory, t- Cars. Like Nemo. The, those, those kids have, Nemo, those kids have gotten older, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. more meaningful. They kind of cycle through characters. Like when Pirates of the Caribbean was like making, they were making Pirates of the Caribbean movies, like Jack Sparrow would walk around, but there's no Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like there was no Jack Sparrow around. It's just whatever's Correct. like go- going on at the time. Right. Also, the reason I think they stopped doing that one as well is because I think I read the news report about this a couple of years ago, probably more than a couple of years now. That character or that cast member was being harassed because he's like Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp, like in in visage more or less, and so he was being like kind of like like physically uh, like touched, and so mm. that they kind of like were like that's not really what Disney's about. We're not mm. we're trying to be wholesome and stuff like that. So I think that's why you don't see him too often. Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. It was a fun trip, though. It was exhausting being with a big group sometimes, but we made it work yeah. to be with family. Yeah. How, like, how big was the group? At one point, it was a group of fourteen. Holy balls! That's a lot of people. We were mostly by ourselves, but then we would meet up with my family at certain points, and it was us, and then my sister, her husband, and their daughter, my brother, his future wife, and their baby. And then my parents and my grandmother came for the first time. That's kind of cool. Bro- yeah, she's 89. That's really cool. Did you guys yeah. get her a uh, like handicap type thing where she can get on the right earlier? We got her a wheelchair. Nice. Yeah, because she That's would not really have cool. been able to walk around all day at all. I mean, it's impressive that she was at 89 still was like up for going. Oh, yeah. And then um, her brother lives in California. Well, no, her niece lives in California and her brother and his wife live in Oregon, but they came down to visit their daughter, and then they all came to Disneyland to visit with my grandma. They were the extra three. It was a big group. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. It's good to go there for a little bit. Yeah. Did you have any favorite moments of the day? Um. Or days? I like the whole experience. Nothing stands out right now. Did you have a favorite moment? 
Uh, writing Star Tours uh, last night with most of your family was pretty cool. I like doing that. And all the oh, people yeah. fangirling over our uh, homemade hats that oh, your yeah. mom made. My mom crochets a lot. And she made everyone's Star Wars hat. Cody has a Darth Vader hat and like it has like a front face piece. It looks really good. And she made me a BB-8 beanie. Your sister also a BB-8. Your dad and your brother and your nephew, Stormtrooper helmets. Your brother-in-law and niece got Boba Fett hats. Um, your mom and... Uh, My grandma and yeah. JC. Had Yoda hats. Yeah. So it was cool. Look nice. Yeah. She did a really good job. Just, there will be pictures. And all the all the people just around always like stopped us to talk about them and see them. Mm-hmm. They're just like, where'd you get your hat? Did you make your hat? It was so, cool. I like that. Just That's that's pretty cool, though. I remembered my favorite thing from the weekend. Max Pass. Oh, yeah. Max that. Pass. What's that? They introduced this system where like, you know how you can get fast passes by going to the ride and inserting your ticket? Yeah. You can now do that from your phone. From oh, anywhere. they brought it to this one. Yeah. Oh, it's that sweet. I remember they they had like that for uh, uh, Florida, the Disney World. Yeah, because yeah. we were able to fast pass Radiator Springs Racers from Disneyland. We didn't have to go anywhere. We just were like, "Hey, let's go on it this time," and we had it. It's really convenient. It was it was easier to see how convenient it was because your parents didn't have it. So anytime we'd be talking to your brother and sister and be like, okay, we're going to fast pass this now so we can get on the ride at like five, your parents would be like, oh, well, we want to fast pass that too. And we're like, okay, well, we'd have to go to that. And by then you guys won't have the same time as us. Yeah. that Yeah. That's really cool. I know there's another thing they have at Disney World that there's like a bracelet you can use for like getting in and out of hotels. We also use it for like fast pass and stuff like that as well. I remember reading about that a few years ago. That's only at Disney World though, right? Yeah, as of now, yeah, it seems like. I did remember one more thing that was cool. Friday night, we were at the Carthay Circle restaurant. My brother-in-law. Oh, it was before that. Sorry, let me back up. Start the story over. Okay. <laughs> so Friday night, we separated from my family. My brother-in-law was with my sister at Indiana Jones. And he texted me and he's like, dude, we just saw Danny Pudi getting on Indiana Jones, who is Abed from Community. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Did you say hi? He's like, no, I don't want to bother him. All right, whatever. Fast forward to dinner at Carthay Circle. Um, he walked back from the bathroom and was like, I just saw the girls from Garfunkel and Oates, the comedians. <laughs> and I was just like, that's really weird. And he was like, they're like all voices in the new DuckTales. Oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty legit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like saying like, man, if I see David Tennant next, I'm going to lose my shit. So the next day, they're eating breakfast at Carnation Cafe on Main Street, mm-hmm. and this parade starts, and it's all of these like Disney Channel stars, and David Tennant is on a float, and mm-hmm. with like the rest of the Ducktales cast, like Ben Schwartz and Bobby Moynihan, and then all the people he saw the day before. So that was cool. We didn't get to see it; we were in the diff- the other park, but. David Tennant definitely looked like the most disinterested, though. Oh, yeah. He like, had sunglasses on, and he was just, like... Waving li- nonchalantly yeah, at everyone. Just, nah. I didn't have anything else for Disney. I'm just excited for Star Wars Land. We got to see some of the like construction. It looks good so far. Did they have the blueprint room up for that kind of stuff? Because I know no. sometimes when they're... Okay. Because I know that wine, the wine uh, place in California, that they, they have, like, that small building that has a lot of, like, the demo stuff they're going to be doing for it. But surprisingly, the most you see of Star Wars Land is at the end of Star Tours. When you end Star Tours now, it takes you 
Like, you land at the planet, which is going to be Star Wars land, it seems like. Oh, that's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. you see, like, what it'll look like. It's, like, mostly. animated, but... Yeah. Like, you so don't, cool. like, I was like, I don't recognize this. And you're like, I'm pretty sure that's what Star Wars land is going to look like. Yeah. Because I saw, like, a trash can, like, knocked over. And I was just like, hmm. I saw it's it. Probably, probably just a droid, realistically. Like, it was, like, a droid that was shaped like a trash can. It was funny. That's pretty funny. Oh, it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to suck. It's that's, it's just the oh, weight, no. I think, is there. The weight and then sucks. The weight for it to, to like, finally arrive is going to suck. And then the wait to actually be able to go see it and enjoy it is even longer. Because mm-hmm. Star Wars is such a huge, like, fan base. I mean, I think the one nice thing, it makes the park bigger, so there's more people that they can disperse yeah. throughout mm-hmm. it. Exactly. But it'll still be, like, just like, uh, was it Cars Land was nuts even, like, three or four years afterwards trying to get on yeah. uh, the the race the race yeah, ride. Yeah, Radiator Springs. Mm-hmm. I went on it for the first time last year. Yeah. And I've been to the park three times. Yeah, it's one of the rides you always have to fast pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember or that. Just I would... do single rider. So, do you want to talk about the game or trailers? Trailers. Trailers. Okay. Luke, did you have feelings? Uh, I... I've said before, Luke Cage is probably my least favorite show just because they had a shitty villain for the second half of it when they had probably one of the best villains before they killed him off. So it was just annoying. This one seems interesting. I like the concept of him realizing that he's not unbreakable, not invulnerable. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a show where it's going to be heavily dependent on the villain. And I know it's a Marvel show, so it's going to be 13 episodes, and like half of them is going to be filler. Yeah. So I'm uh, lukewarm excited for it. Like, I don't really care that much. <laughs> Get out of here, Dad. One thing that pissed me off, though, in the trailer, they show Misty like looking at a design for like a biotic arm, and the fans have been so excited to see this like actually happen. And then at the end of the trailer, you see her with the arm already mm-hmm. attached and using it. And I was like, why the fuck would you put that in the trailer? Like, just tease her looking at the design and make that just part of the show but it's like oh no yeah she gets arm and she's using it don't worry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just... it takes all the excitement out of it yeah like that's you have 13 episodes that's one thing that could be cool as a reveal for watching the show but it's like i already see that it's it's gonna happen so there's no anticipation there's no build-up for me yeah you, you spoil it spoil it too soon a lot of trailers do this now yeah i kind of i kind of got the same vibe from it i mean who's the villain this time it's I didn't catch his name. I feel like they said it once or twice, and it was, like, over music and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, to me, like, the trailer made it look like that guy that's, like, strong or stronger than him or whatever, he might... I think they're going to do, like, a half-season villain, half-season villain, because you see him at first, and then there's some girl who's talking about... She was in the first season. She was? Yeah. Who is she? Uh, I didn't watch the show. She was Cottonmouth, who's the first villain. Uh, I believe her... I think they were cousins. Mm-hmm. I think they were cousins. She's a politician in Harlem. Is she kind of villainous or is she... <sighs> kind of. Like, she was behind Cottonmouth, like, funding him and stuff like that and helping him get influence on, like, the mm-hmm. underground. But she's kind of bad, kind of good person because she wants what's right for Harlem. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to do that without being violent. But in this season, it seems like she's like, okay, well, it has to be me that takes over. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be a half season of first dude, half season of her. I think she's just going to have her own story throughout the show. Was assuming things. That's what happens when you don't watch the first season. 
Yeah. It, it actually isn't terrible. Um, they could do it's better. It's not terrible. It's just not great. Okay. So <laughs> compare contrast. Uh, well, the the guy's name is Bushmaster. Just for Bushmaster. The, the, the villain. See, I thought they said Fishmaster, and I was like, "There's I thought no they said way." Wishmaster. I, I thought Wishmaster as well. That's what that's I was like. like. There's no way this dude's name is Fishmaster. I can't <laughs> take that seriously. He's the master of the fishes. Um, <laughs> He's Aquaman. So to contrast this this trailer and the kind of the overall kind of narrative delivery of Luke Cage with Black Lightning, I think Black Lightning does it so much better because a lot of like parallels between the two. They they both want to protect their city. They want to like do right by the people that live in the city and protect them and make sure that the city stays safe. Black Lightning does it so much better. Like he's that's able- a CD, CW show, right? Yes, it's a DC. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does such a better job of portraying that type of character in the character arc, and the stakes slowly raise. Whereas I feel like Luke Cage, it was kind of like this weird ebb and flow of danger and lack of danger type of thing. Um, I, my issue with his is like there never felt like there was danger. A lot of the time, it was just knowing backstory. It was just a lot of exposition because every fight scene, it didn't matter. It felt like for for Cage or for Lightning, Luke Cage. I've yeah, 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 exactly. And that's kind of the thing is like uh, maybe maybe this next season will kind of alter the dynamic because he's no longer invulnerable to everybody. Yeah, um, but I mean, we'll have to see. I'm excited for it because I liked I like Luke Cage more than I liked uh, Iron Fist. I didn't watch Jessica Jones. I can't really comment on that aside from her character arc in Defenders, um, which I did, did enjoy. So, I mean, hopefully it's good. I think maybe we'll see these guys in maybe some DC or uh marvel movies because that would be really awesome you think that's gonna happen i would hope so i mean it's such a waste of time because we've we've hit this grand cosmic scale with avengers 3 yet we still have not seen these these you know second tier heroes and villains yet and i still think they're Mm -hmm. very important because in terms of the comic landscape they 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 are relevant they are their own power to the point that some of them team up and they're all a part of like the defenders and the avengers like they're they run into each other fairly often right they they they're almost like two sides of a coin they they exist to serve and they're there but we just kind of like disregard the tv series because the tv series doesn't seem to have the same validity in terms of the the the, the two different environments tv and um the silver screen but yeah. again i don't know it, it it could be all over the place. It could be a licensing issue. It could be any number of things that they just can't seem to get it to work. I think with this movie, the kind of the Infinity War, they kind of force the TV show's hands. They either have to explicitly like keep saying that it's happening like right after Age of Ultron or something or Civil War, mm-hmm. or they have to start making the story happen with Infinity War because what happens in Infinity War, it can't just not show up in the shows. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that, that was... may be... Go ahead, no, no, just one of the writers of Infinity War was like, I feel bad for the TV writers after this, like, before the movie came out. That's all he said. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you fucking should. So, spoiler warning for Avengers. Like, the character of Claire would be a perfect example of a character they could totally have disappear for the snap for a few episodes. Or maybe the, maybe the last two episodes, given that this comes out, like, what, uh may no sorry it comes out june so have her disappear last two episodes and then you know the movie resolves itself in avengers 4 next year and then write her back in the beginning of season three totally doable. like halfway through season three or something like that mm-hmm. right 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 and or so in the defenders because i 
don't imagine there's going to be a season three of Luke Cage until after more Defenders. Is Even there going to be another Defenders? They haven't announced it, but I don't I know why so. they wouldn't. Because the first one wasn't that good. Yeah, it was pretty. It was there's rough. another Iron Fist, and people hated that one more. Yeah, I'd like to see them incorporated and not just pretend it didn't happen. Are you going to watch Luke Cage, Britt? We'll see. We'll see. You can just watch it on your own. We don't have to watch it together. So you can just throw it on the monitor. Yeah. Possibly. That's actually a perfect environment to put it on there. Hey, and plus, Sigourney Weaver's in The Defenders. So clearly, it's got some top-tier acting in there. We talked about The Defenders, you fucking... I know. I know. Season 2. Of Luke Cage? No, Defenders. Season 2. Like, they should bring it back. Sigourney Weaver? Didn't she yeah. die? She fucking died. She did died. She? Oh, then I don't. Then I mean, Sorry. Well, maybe <laughs> Sorry, I didn't finish did you... it. <laughs> you clearly maybe. did not finish it. Sorry. No, I remember it was it the black, black. What was that girl's character? The hand. Black. No, 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 no. Oh, the Electra. black sky. Yeah, maybe I didn't finish it. Yeah, you didn't. Finish you it. definitely did not finish. The no. Okay, so she won't be back. <laughs> but if they're gonna bring on that level of talent. They definitely can afford to do a second season. Like, that's a big gambit to, like, just do a one-off. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that one, but I hope they do a season two. So, we'll, we'll see. I don't know if much is happening TV-wise at that time, so we'll probably mm-hmm. watch it just to have something to go over. Yeah. And then another Netflix show that's coming out that you two are excited for. Yeah. Pokemon the series? Close. <laughs> Arrested Development. Yeah. The Awkward Adventures of the Bluths. How long has it been since season four? Five years. But yeah, it's been a while. 2013. Was it 2013? Yeah, we looked wow. it up one time. I got Five wisdom years. pulled. That's crazy. Uh, I'm excited. Um, I did not particularly enjoy season four when it first came out, but <laughs> I stuck through it. Con- controversial opinion. No one, you didn't like it? Whoa. <laughs> Weird. Uh, they just released a remixed version of it, though, because the original one was just each episode was dedicated to one character, and you see like what they were doing over the last like however many years between season three and season four, and then like by the end of the season, you see how their storylines like intertwine, and there's a lot of payoff to the jokes that they set up early on, but it was very like disconnected and hard to get through even though this payoff was great at the end. The remix version has it recut so that there's more interaction between characters in the episode. It's all in chronological order. So with that, you get more of a cohesive story, but less like payoff with jokes where like something that you'd see set up in episode two, you wouldn't see until episode 12 again. Whereas now it like happens in the next scene and like, oh, it's funny, but not as like, there's less anticipation for the punchline of that joke. The, the, pay, the, the payoff fits the time dilution of the joke. Yeah. So, like, with a cohesive story, we sacrifice that, like, build up, but it's still better. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. That's, I'll, I'll check it out because I, 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 I like the first, was it three seasons of yeah. Rust Development? Th- those are great. So, I'm Fantastic. hoping that the remix is just as cringy, awkward, hilarious that the first few seasons were. I mean, yeah, it has that. Like, it still has some of the flaws of the original fourth season where, like, a lot of the scenes they have not with each other. So they just recut it to kind of try to make it as close to the originals as possible. But it's not, if that makes sense. So it's still not as good as the first three seasons, but it's better than what we had before. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, because my favorite part of the whole show is, it's like it's always sunny. Like they're all terrible people, but they play off of each other so well. Where like you think, oh, this is the worst person in the family, and then someone else talks, and you're like, no, it's them. And just they become more likable because they're playing off of each other and reacting to each other. It's a juggle of who's the worst. Yeah. Whereas like a whole episode about George Michael, like I don't care. Like he's funny when he's reacting to what his family's doing. Like, I don't want to watch a whole episode about one of them. So the season five trailer. I'm very excited for it. I, I really I really enjoyed, you know, like I said, the first few seasons. And this seems like it's a return to form. It's only a trailer. Say so the part two is like, I'm excited, yeah. but like it could be ultimately meaningless. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy trailer. to see them all like in the same room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that was, wasn't that like a complication of devel- of a uh, production? They couldn't get them all together. I believe it. I'm interested. The, the whole uh, Jeffrey Tambor thing is very interesting. Cause he he got accused of some stuff, and it seemed like initially they were gonna abandon him for the series and just have him not be in it. Hmm. And they kind of doubled back and actually brought him back into the fold, and he's definitely part of it. So it's very interesting. I didn't to know see. that. Yeah, things like sexual assault, just being inappropriate type stuff. Mm. Um, so they they kept him on. So I mean, again, I, I don't know the circumstance, but it's kind of cool to see that he's actually still here. Yeah. They could always have gotten the guy who played his brother to take over, too. So, The guy that played his brother was him. Oh, was it? That's weird. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was him in a wig. What? Wait, Oscar is not the same guy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so weird. Who would have thought? Were you just fucking with me? Or did yeah. you really not Come know? on. <laughs> That okay. was the joke. Okay, oh I God. couldn't tell. You looked so serious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I, know, I, know, I know they're the same person. <laughs> oh my God, you fucking monster. <laughs> I am. I can't deny Cody, it. Cody, what are your opinions on the trailer as a passive fan, if not? I wouldn't even say that. I've, I watched most of season one and some of season two. Um, it's funny. I just, it didn't grab me, I guess. So that's why I haven't watched all of it. It didn't banana grab you? Uh, this trailer seems fine. Seems funny. It seems like Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem any different. It doesn't seem any new. It just seems like this could have come out two years after season three. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. I was reading this on Reddit a few days ago. Where you read it? Like, <sighs> get out. Where like. There were a lot of parallels in the first few seasons of the Bluth family to the Bush family. When you really think about it, there's a lot of similarities. And then this one, it seems like they're going to paint it kind of like as parallels to the Trump family, which okay, they're good about doing it subtly and not like your in face. your face. Yeah. And it's very clever. So I'm yeah. excited to see what they do with it. And I'm excited to see who murdered Lucille too. Ooh, yeah, that's also that. Yeah, future show of the year. Potentially, obviously. hopefully. Hopefully, it's an Oscar. It's an Oscar hopeful. Cool. There's a game that finally got released that we want to talk about. We've yeah. talked about it a lot though. We've talked about it before in previous episodes. Uh, I think there's an episode called Forest Talk, but the Forest finally got a 1.0 release, and so we decided to play it, uh, check it out, see what major changes they made. Um, for the most part, it's the same game. Obviously, there wasn't going to be a lot of core changes. Because they were so active in updating it. Yeah, like the game always felt like a game to begin with. And I think a lot of this is just, uh, I think I just said it, quality of life changes, just small little things. Like when you go to build stuff, it gives you recipes. 
and probably more so like guides you to go to the caves and try and find the story out with all the natives and i feel like caves are easier to spot now mm-hmm. they're not just yeah. like holes in the grounds are like huge like arches up in the ground that like you can't miss them mm-hmm. yeah also it feels like the gameplay is a bit smoother too i mean i haven't played it for a while but it definitely feels like they've done some quality of life like you said to make mm-hmm. it smoother more efficient less laggy although i didn't have too much of that initially it seems just like a better game overall yeah, let's like in like the hitboxes in combat and stuff like that seems more accurate. Like, oh, I was just standing here and he swung ten feet of, ten feet away and got me. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, he's up in my face attacking yeah. me. And you have to be very accurate with your hits. Like, you can't just aim in their general direction and you hit them. Like, you have to make sure you're stabbing them. Yeah. Oh yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, I want to beat the story, but going in the caves is spooky. It's so scary. Yeah, it's uh, definitely I've- a challenge. Whenever I play like by myself, I just turn it off. Like I don't like playing with the natives. Yeah. It's too scary for me. I'm a baby. Hey, have you ever played speaking of scary, ever played the PT demo for Silent Hill? I've watched it. I've watched the I entire can't thing. Do it. Okay. it it's hard to play. It's very stressful. It's just I a, wouldn't I'm, be able to. Uh, I'm a I'm a fucking wimp. I've never beat it, but uh yeah. So it's a very similar feeling as uh as that game and uh, the forest going in there looking for the Virginias and everything else. Just kinda like oh, okay hey there yes because it's like you go in there and you're expecting them and you're ready for them and then you see them and you're like fuck yeah i don't want to see them mm-hmm. what's the name of the other one it's not the virginia it's like taller than the virginia as i'm as many I think it's like the elephant or like the bull the they one all... that just like destroyed us 10 minutes ago they all have names enemies they're creepy mutants okay that's probably what they're well, yeah armsy creepy armor arms no not armsy armsy yeah. is just a dude with like multiple arms i think it's the one though because there's yeah. armsy virginia cowman mutant it's baby armsy. blue armsy and blue virginia oh so they changed armsy then from the last time we played because mm-hmm. before it was just like a tall dude with multiple arms this is like he has no head this is monstrosity mm-hmm. yeah, there's yeah a lot virginia of is the same the babies are the creepiest to me cause... yeah but they're the same i had never seen one before yeah they haven't changed but they're just like these like blobs of like one leg and an arm or maybe two arms and they just flop around and sling themselves at you and like scream in a high-pitched tone mm-hmm. so they're pretty great it's terrifying so it looks like after day seven you'll start seeing them outside with virginia's okay so, so. oh it's not if you go in the caves no. i thought it was i just like that this game was when it came out it was like oh another shitty survival build survive there's day and night cycles. You have to eat. You have to sleep. And then it's like, oh, there's natives. Oh, they kind of attack you. But it's like, wait, no, there's like story and there's things mm-hmm. happening. And there's a reason mm-hmm. why there's yeah. people here. Like it wasn't just a, well, we can make an open world game and just make it about building. Mm-hmm. The developer's like, no, we want to do something different. Something that isn't really out there right mm-hmm. now. And you can take it at your own pace. There's a lot. Of, just looking at this page, all the enemies, it seems like a lot more that happens going forward. Oh, yeah. Like, we haven't even scratched the surface. Masked mutants? They wear the faces of plain people? Uh, that's creepy AF. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen that I yet. haven't seen that yet. That's terrifying. That's great. It's gruesome. Are they in the caves or are they after a certain day? Uh, it doesn't say on there, at least. Because it might be like not until you go to like a certain cave and see something. Or, or maybe they're in the pit. 
Yeah, they could be. I don't. I don't know where they're at, but it's, it's kind of cool that there's there's that many different tiers of enemies. It's a fun game, but I still get like exhausted playing it. Like, yeah. there's definitely slow parts of the game where it's like, okay, well, I need to gather supplies for an hour or so, and that's mm-hmm. probably my biggest gripe about the game is that mm-hmm. the pacing and the momentum of the game just kind of like swings back and forth yeah. like crazy. Well, that's where it's like, it at its core, it's still a building, crafting, survival game. Yeah. With a plot. It's not an RPG with a story. Yeah, I know, but it's almost. Mm-hmm. It's almost an RPG. It's a good blend of both. Yeah, it's like a survival horror type game, though. It's got a little bit of something for everyone. What would you rate it since the game came out this year now? You can rate can it finally. That. So that means we can put it on our yes. Game of the Year Chess Talk Awards? Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't know. You go first. Uh, I'd probably do uh, 7.5. Yeah. I'd probably do like 7.5. 7.5 out of 10 caves. 7.5 out of 10 dead babies. <laughs> we saw a lot today. We saw a lot of dead babies. Not an insignificant number. I would do, I would say a solid 7 out of 10 lizard, lizard skins. I think it's definitely a very fun game. I think it, the devs have shown that the game has potential and they're going to keep pushing forward to make it better and better. And it's up to 8 players online. Like yeah, That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So we need to get more people playing with us. I would give it an 8 out of 10 plane passengers. <laughs> Dead or alive? Dead. With or with with or without the face? Without. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a fun game that I enjoy more when there's no natives because I feel like I can explore more without being terrified. I just like that they give you options to do whatever you want, basically. Yeah. You can have up to eight people. Or you can play by yourself. Or you could have so many natives that it's terrifying. You can have none. Or you can just do whatever you want, and it's cool. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Next gen. Freedom with a story. Yeah. That's interesting. Rob, are you done playing chess? You've been in check for a while. Oh, my gosh. Have I? I'm sorry. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I messed up a turn earlier and uh, okay. gave up. Yeah. I gave up. As my, as you saw me slowly sacrificing my 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 pieces. Yeah, I was like, you're giving away a lot of things for free. <laughs> yeah, no, there's the I I didn't when I didn't take that horse or the knight. Uh, I moved my cat, my rook up. I I misclicked. I meant to take that, and I was like, well, <laughs> that's well, over. You, there's an option on this website to propose no. a take back. No, I committed to it. I clicked okay. it. It happened. It's real. Um, okay, so I win again. Sorry, Carlos. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I was doing well up until that point. I was like, well. Oh, yeah. I was getting scared. And then all of a sudden, you gave away a lot of your pieces. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so I yeah. guess I win. Yeah, you win. You win that one. With honor uh, and dignity. So that'll do it for this week. It was going to be a short episode. We planned all that just because Brittany and I are tired. Next week, probably going over Deadpool 2. <gasps> oh, yes, that's right. Comes out Friday. Movie pass. Um, are you going to see it next weekend, Rob? Um, I will try. My wife works all weekend, so I will try to find a time to go see it with her. Okay. I really want to see it, though. I want to see Josh Brolin be a villain times two. Yeah, back-to-back. Back-to-back champion. Be talking about that and other stuff, as usual. Go to our iTunes. uh, Rate us on there. We're on Google Play. We're on whatever. Go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. Go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. Send us pictures of your dogs. We post pictures of dogs. So it's a it's a back and forth. It's not just a one way ticket. We share the love. Uh anything else? Is that it? Um That's it. Update your computers. Make sure they're up to date. Update your phones. All that stuff. Thanks, robot dad. Unless you're you have welcome. an iPhone, don't update your phone. 
do it like after everybody else does and they break their phones. <laughs>